Hello, and you're listening to STFU, We Are Not Done Talking Yet, with your hosts, Danielle Warman and Charlotte Gabert. In our podcast, we discuss current events, popular culture, writing, books, movies, and women's lives. Hey, Charlotte, how are you doing today? How are you doing? Very well. I had a little bit of um, a tizzy before, and that is because I could not find my car at the mall parking lot, which is, you know, a Seinfeld episode where people, they can't find their car. But I have to tell you, yes, I am 54 years old. I grew up in a state that invented malls. Literally, if you think that I'm joking, it's true. New Jersey invented malls. And uh, I always know where my car is. And I always know where every single store in the mall is. Except now they changed Broadway Plaza in Walnut Creek. And I still can't find shit. But I was in a little bit of a tizzy um, and then rushed over. But now now I'm calm. In your presence, I'm always calm. Ah, yes. That's nice to hear. Well, I'm glad you made it. Um, Welcome to my dining room table. Today, we're going to do a podcast that, well, we're stealing the idea. This is going to be called the Conundrum Edition, and this is based on Slate Political Gab Fest. They do a Conundrum Edition annually, and I got to see it recorded this year in December over in Oakland. So I have to admit, not only did I steal the idea from them, but also many of the conundrums. But some we made out. Fair is fair. You just call them up. Hey, Slate, shut the fuck up. I'm using some of your questions. They should be delighted because they're getting free advertising. You know, let's say it's some more. Slate Political Gab Fest. It's a good podcast, people. Listen, it really is. It's one of the best political ones. For a lighter, more humorous take on life, you want to listen to us. You sure do. Also, we've been like going down the heavy roads recently. Not heavy, but, you know, having topics. Um, plus guests that, you know, shit sucks, like refugees and, you know, small children at the border in cages. Not not fun to think about. And um, although those things are real, so we can be goofy today. We're doing it. Yeah. All right, Missy. Let's get started. Here's the first conundrum. What fictional book character would you like to be and why? So I just went straight to my gut and I came up with Fern from Charlotte's Web. We're like the same person. All right, but I'll I'll be the pig. I'll be Wilbur, and you could be Fern. Okay, because it it ends up both good for both of them. Yes, not Charlotte though. You know. Yeah, I know. Charlotte, she kicks the bucket. Yeah, she she goes in the timing, in the natural timing and lifespan of a spider. She needed to leave. That's true. But she made all the babies. That's true, and they were all staying behind to be friends to Wilbur. But why do you want to be Fern? Oh, I want to be Fern because she was um, lived in the country and had a, like a very pastoral upbringing. Uh-huh. And then she got to adopt a pig and um, take care of him. And then she, supposedly he was going to get sold at the fair. But she lucked out and got to keep him because Charlotte um, wrote some pig up and, and wrote, she wrote some pig. Some pig. Radiant. Radiant. <laughs> You have. And she wrote one more thing in the web. And also, radiant is one of my favorite words. And I didn't realize it was from Charlotte's Web. I'm just pulling this together right now. It just, it's been in there all this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to, you can either say why you like Fern or why you like Wilbur. 
Actually, I do like Wilbur. Okay, Wilbur is fundamentally like a very optimistic pig. He's got a good outlook on life. He just kind of coasts through life and other people take care of him, like Charlotte, you know, and what was the rat's name? Didn't the rat bring him snacks, you know? Like, he just seemed to lead a very lovely life, except for the fact that he was going to get slaughtered. But he did get saved. And in the end, the fact that he got saved and he got the status of a human being, you know, he kind of got elevated so he wasn't just a pig anymore. Yeah. He was like a famous pig. Yeah. He was, he was the like best thing that ever happened to Nebraska. Yeah. But okay. If I had to pick another fictional character, probably I would say, mm, you know, one of Jane Austen's characters, maybe what's her name in Pride and Prejudice, Elizabeth, whatever her name was. All right. Because she seemed to have her shit together and she got Darcy. So Mr. Darcy, he was pretty cute. Yeah. So she, you looked up to her. Yes. When you read the book. Yes, I did like her. All right. Would you like to do the next one? I am going to do the next one. Here's the question. Spaghetti or lasagna? Okay. This one's really hard actually, but all right. I think lasagna because it's easier to eat. It is harder to make, but since I don't really cook, I don't really, you know, it's tough to eat. Those of you who are in the kitchen. So for me, I like lasagna. And I also like it because every bite has all the elements, the pasta, the meat sauce, whatever else is in there, the cheese. Unlike spaghetti, stuff can get separated, spread out. I don't know. What do you think? I love spaghetti and I made lasagna since I was a kid. I learned how to make it. But just recently, I made the most outrageously good lasagna for Christmas with bechamel sauce. I remember you told me that. That's because it was that good. I had to like brag because I don't cook at all. Yeah. Kind of like you. I was like, oh, I made a, made a really nice lasagna. Mind you, it took me hours. I had to make this sauce and then put it in the oven for four hours. The sauce. The sauce itself before it even got mixed in? Correct. Wow. That yeah, was crazy. Now that's fancy. It was ridiculous. New York Times. Thank you, New York Times. Thank but it was very good. Okay. Oh, this one is a really tough one. If you were a monarch, would you try to introduce democracy? Hell yes. Would you? Yes. It's not good. You cannot be a monarch and sit around on your ass having people make you tea. It's bad. And living in your palace. It's bad. Well, see, I feel like I might not. I might think of myself as a benign and benevolent ruler who is smarter than my subjects. I mean, I have to say, after this last presidential election, I'm not feeling that great about democracy <laughs> because my fellow Americans elected Donald Trump. That doesn't speak well for democracy. Okay, well, that might be more about the flaws of our electoral college and various other things. And in addition to that, the extensive problems in our country that brings up this very, you know, fundamentalist um, attitude to, you know, the opposite of what we all, you and I want is what's happening, right? Okay, that is true. I think with democracy though there's always the chance for these elements to emerge 
But I guess maybe that is better than having an autocrat running things. Right. I just spent a few hours last week watching the last czar on um, Netflix. It was about, I don't know, four, six hours, something show. Uh Oh, that, that guy made the wrong decisions. Nicholas the second, he could have said, Oh really? Did you want a democracy? Did you want a Duma? Sure. We'll just give that to you. No, like decision after decision. And they were all fed up yep. and there was a terrible war. And the, you know, <laughs> his wife is like, doing something inappropriate with a massive priest who's a freaking idiot, right? The monk, the Rasputin. Oh, yeah. It's all just badly done. So that's yeah. where it's fresh in my mind that there should not, that I would give them democracy if it were a monarch. Yeah. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, the U.S. president has so much power and can misbehave so badly that that's bad enough. But And that is still a democracy. But if you give people unlimited power, like in a monarchy, Basically, nothing good can happen. Right. So, okay, I will, I'll switch over and I'll help introduce democracy. (laughs) Be a monarch. Okay. What's better, reincarnation or resurrection? (laughs) These are funny (laughs) questions. Let's see. Okay. Personally, I think I would rather be reincarnated. And come back as something else and have a different experience because I've already done the Sharla thing. I'm doing the Sharla thing right now. And so if I got resurrected, it would just be me all over again. And then they're done that. So I would rather come back as something, anything. I mean, I don't care if it's a toad or, you know, some little critter. That's okay. You know, because also the other thing is, I think you could be reincarnated multiple times. Right. That is a, a, that's a common belief. Right. And there's also, I'm not sure if this is common, but when one is reincarnated, they advance to a next, a, a higher form. So maybe we wouldn't go into a frog. We would be a different human. But however, what about the bad people? Do they just have to keep doing their life over and over? Yeah. I kind of thought that that was karma related and that you could devolve. You could go backwards. Oh, man. If you misbehaved in this life that you'd have to go back and start over. Mm. I'm still doing reincarnation over resurrection. How about you? Yeah. I still would rather choose reincarnation if I had a choice. Okay. All right. Now this one. Okay. This is one I came up with. Ah, if you saw your best friend's husband out to dinner with a woman you didn't recognize or know, would you tell your friend? Hmm. I would. Mm-hmm. I feel like the friend, it, it she's if she's in the dark and does not realize this happen is happening, like she deserves to know. It's going to be very painful, and it might even be butting my head, my face into the wrong thing. Um, but I can't. I couldn't live with myself. If good friend, if it was some you know person, I don't. I would mind my own business. We're talking a good friend. Yes. Well, see, I would have to think about it because, first of all, if I didn't know the woman, I could be assuming that it was romantic. It might not be romantic. It could be work-related, colleagues. You know, this happened to me once. I lived in Boston, and I went to New York for the day for one workshop, and I ended up going into a restaurant, and I saw a friend of mine who lives in New York, her husband. 
at lunch with another woman. But I'm quite sure that they were colleagues, right? And it would have been totally inappropriate for me to have told my friend, hey, I saw Larry with another woman. Um, the other thing, though, is I feel like you can also get in trouble if you butt into other people's relationship and then they patch things over. Then, you know, it's a little bit like I had a friend who told me she was going to get divorced from her husband and nobody, we none of us liked her husband. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. As in, you know, it's about time. They got back together. They didn't get divorced. And I mean, it didn't ruin our friendship by any means, but it could have, right? I get it. Yes, that is absolutely something to consider. But um, I think if you can tell for sure, like hanky panky is going on, the husband looks guilty and it's a good friend of yours. I would definitely say I would have to say something. Yeah, because yeah. then you're just walking around them knowing that this big lie is going on. And you yeah, like the per- you know, you like the the friend is more important to you than the husband. So you one time this happened slightly different. I had a friend in Argentina and she was dating an airline. She was Argentine and her BF boyfriend was an American pilot. Uh-huh. So immediately I find out like this man is married and he's just hosting here. He's coming down for his two night stay every time the United flight or whatever airline he worked for. Right. And I found out because we went to a bar, we met the other pilots and I'm like, hell, she went to the bathroom. I was like, dudes, what's with that other guy? Oh yeah. He's married. And I had to tell her, I'm like, you're not, I had to tell her. Yeah. I said, come on. Of course. So there's a little story. Okay. Well done. Is it my turn? Uh-oh. Oh, this one's tough. I dun, don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, who to vote for in the Democratic primary? Yeah, man. Our it's race coming up. Yeah, it's a total conundrum. Um, March 3rd is our California Democratic primary. Okay, I, I want to vote for whoever can beat Trump. But the conundrum is, who can beat Trump? Do I? I mean... I think Trump thinks Biden could beat him because that's why Trump did this whole thing with Ukraine. Yeah. And Trump is a political genius. So maybe, maybe Biden is a good candidate, but he wouldn't really be my first choice. I agree. Like if I had my druthers, I wouldn't pick him. Right. Right. I decided in our, our um, California primaries, um, uh, what do you call it, earlier than it normally is. Yes. So I'm voting for whom I want to, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's going to happen. And then when the um, when the, the nomination comes out, I will vote for whatever Democrat gets it. Okay. So I'm leaning to Bernie. I'm a Bernie gal. I'm very, it's a progressive. And I know that, you know, he's always yelling at somebody or <laughs> Well, my husband says he's an absolutist, that he's yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. I mean, he's amazingly consistent and highly energetic. The guy, he's been ranting for eight years. I mean, that's impressive. I, that's why I idolize him, yeah. because I want to rant for eight years. Okay, see, now I'll talk to Elizabeth Warren, because she's like a happy warrior. Yeah. She, too, is very passionate, but she's a little bit easier to take. She's more upbeat. Um, she's not hectoring as much, but she does lecture people. She's very professorial. See, I like that. 
think a lot of people don't like that whole professorial persona, but I do. And then what about, the, I don't think the other candidates really matter yet unless um, I'm Steyer, Klobuchar doesn't seem to have enough people. Um, and then who's, oh, who's left is uh, Bloomberg. Bloomberg is throwing so much money into the race. I kind of wish he were doing something else with it. But, um, you know, actually, I could see him in a debate with Trump doing well. Because Michael Bloomberg is who Trump pretends he is. Yeah. He is a successful New York businessman. Trump is a fucking loser. He is liar. a liar. He's a scam artist. Yep. And Michael Bloomberg has actually done everything that Trump pretends he's done as far as being successful. So I think I could picture them on a stage together and Bloomberg could beat him in the debate. So I don't know. This is a conundrum that has no solution. It has no, it's, no solution at all. Does it? We can only pray the right person gets Right. The nod. I was really surprised that Biden even ran. Were other people surprised or y'all knew it was coming? I agree. I thought because he didn't run last time, I figured he wouldn't this time. He'd just be too old and tired. And just pops back in. Yeah. 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 I think he thinks he can beat Trump. I worry that he's too, un he himself is sort of unpredictable in the same way that Trump is. Mm -hmm. He just says things off the cuff. He kind of gets his his words all twisted. I don't know. I just think he will say or do something stupid during the campaign that could really backfire. But I don't know. I feel like I've lost all sense of right. what He's I know. He's an elder statesman. A man has been doing he yes. like in forever. And that's impressive. Yes. That's impressive. And vice president and all like, yeah, that's true. Decades. So he had that going for him. Okay, now this is semi-related. This next one, <laughs> would you rather have Donald Trump as president or as your father? <laughs> it's a great question. I think I listened to this on the Gab Fest, so I yeah. heard your answer. Yes. I would have said the same thing. I would be, he would be my father, I'd be his daughter, and I'd kill myself. So then I wouldn't have to be. I don't know if she actually said that. And that so I wouldn't he, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be president and I would have nothing to do with it. It does the question doesn't say I don't have to kill myself. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and they're and it's mutually exclusive. It's like he's either president or he's your father. Right. And I would say, yeah, I could put up with him being my father because I would be super rich. I mean, now that I've just told you that he was a loser, apparently <laughs> he would have enough money that I would feel like, hey, I can go do whatever I want. I can fly, you know, in what are those planes called? Gulf Streams. You know, I can live a jet setter life and not be anywhere near him. You know, I could just take his money and go about my life. Yeah. And I would do it. I would take one for the team. Absolutely. If yep. that if that would prevent him from being the United States president, no problem. It's really not much of a conundrum, really. No. And you know what? Um, you know what the 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 woman on um, um Gabfest said? Yeah. I forgot her name. She, she said, not only is she would take it, no, someone said, what daughter would you be? <laughs> Between Tiffany and Yvonne, they're like, I don't know. 
That's true. They're really quite different. One's daddy's girl. One's like, mm -mm. yeah, actually it'd be better to be Tiffany because you wouldn't have to be yeah. anywhere near him I and have him around. And she, she looks like she has a sensible mother. I forgot that woman's name. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't a terribly hard one. Oh gosh. All right. This one's sort of funny. If you could mind mold with your pet, what question would you ask as your pet? Now you have several cats. Yeah. Oh, but I think it's to ask the the quest the pet. What mind meld with my cat? So I would ask the cat where it goes. Where do the cats go? The ones who go around the neighborhood. I want to see where they go. I think you're completely wrong. You are. You can become the cat, and then you can ask a question as a cat. That's not how you read that question. Good job. Shut the fuck up. We can't even read our questions. You know, it's fine. Okay. Well, why not? Okay. Well, let me see. Okay. I'm going to try it this way. I'm going to try it the way I'll interpret it. Well, if the cat asks us a question yes. about something in life. Okay. I'm going to mind meld with Ellie Mae Clan Cat, my cat. And then my question that Ellie Mae is going to ask me is... Can you get me some better treats? Or like, <laughs> why don't you get me some better treats? Those greenies are good for a dental treat, but the flavors suck. All right, so that's what I think she might say to me. All right, then I'll re I'll reframe my question, re-answer. My answer is the cat would say to me, "Why did you go away? When are you coming back? I'm sad. I want milk." Okay. That's that's not a question. But that's uh, yeah, the, that that was a good mind meld. It, that's what they're basically saying. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think my cat has that much to say, uh, other than to issue orders, and those aren't even questions. And she's she, not a deep cat. No, she isn't. <laughs> she's she lives for material things, and honestly, she issues orders all the time. She just comes in and stares at me. She gives me this evil look, and I know exactly what she wants. So she doesn't really need to speak. Yeah. She's got me so well-trained. She does. All right. Uh, if you had to... <laughs> if you had to choose between having sex with Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, or Ted Cruz, which one? Oh, God. Oh, this is a, no, this is a conundrum. All right, I'm going to go right out there and just say, I have to say, I can't believe this, but I think I picked Ted Cruz because he's at like somehow he's somewhat less repellent than Trump and McConnell. I mean, Mitch McConnell is a turtle. Trump is Trump. Ted Cruz, I don't know. He's not that bad looking. And he's younger, so he might be more viral. I mean, virile, sorry. V-I-R-I-L-E. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a terrible conundrum. It's a terrible conundrum, and I don't even need to change your I have the exact answer. He is less repellent. Uh, that's it, and, it's, and he's so repellent. So we just yeah, that's how that's how bad the control is. Farther, like if I even so right now, of course, I'm listening to uh, a trial, the impeachment trial, and when I'm driving around. So thank God I don't have to see Mitch McConnell's face when he says something. I just hear it, and then I'm like, 
<laughs> exactly. It's like you have to have barf bags in the car because you just never know when one of these nasty pieces of work pop up. All right. Well, Ted, Ted gets the nod. Ted gets the nod. Okay. The last one's really silly too, but not as silly. If you could only eat fruits or vegetables, wait, I have to move the only, if you could eat only fruit or vegetables, which one? Fruits or vegetables? Good God. Okay. Can we talk about how fruits are vegetables? So like we, oh, tomatoes are tomatoes. really fruits. Avocados are really fruits. Okay. Fruits are really fruits because they're inside. The seeds are inside. So so you know what? Is there really a true vegetable? Because then potatoes are tubers. Yeah. What are onions? Onions are root vegetables. Beets. Beets are roots. Yes. Now those don't have seeds. Yeah, no, but they're growing underground, so they're that's a vegetable then, right? Yeah. Is a does a fruit have to have seeds? I think a fruit has to have seeds, and it has to be inside. So okay, a grape is a fruit. The little seeds are inside. Oranges are a fruit. Yeah, yeah, and that's why tomatoes are a fruit. Peas, peas mm-hmm. grow on a vine, and the seed is inside. See, that's the, See, some of these are hard. Legumes, though. That's right. Legumes they're legumes. Aren't the same as fruits. No, and what about a, what about nuts? Peanuts yeah, is just a nut. It's not a fruit or a vegetable. Actually, a peanut is a legume, That's but right. it's different from other nuts. Yeah, like tree peanuts. nuts, tree nuts, and and uh, peanuts are different. Gosh, you know, gosh. Well, so I'm out of all that. I'm saying uh, I'm saying fruits, but go ahead. Why? Because I just categorized tomatoes oh, and cucumbers <laughs> into fruits. It's all your favorite and fruits. Yeah, okay. so I really miss my yams, but I'll live. Okay, okay. Now, see, I would definitely vote for vegetables because I find, like, most fruits are too sweet or just, I don't have a sweet tooth. And so um, I feel like I like savory foods more than sweet foods. And to me, vegetables are savory. That's fruits true. Fruits are sweet. And I feel like there's more ways to prepare vegetables. So you either, like, eat them raw or, I don't know, stew them. What do you mean? They're just not as flexible as vegetables. That is true. Also, did you know that I just realized this week that my superpower is making salads? Really? So, oh, yeah, I'm really good at salads. <laughs> what? That idea that it was your superpower. Also, what, can, can we self-proclaim superpowers? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so it's my superpower. I roasted beets in the oven. Mm-hmm. I put in lettuce, beets, pomegranate seeds, apples, pears. I forgot what oh, else. Oh, it's little yeah. tomatoes, like little baby tomatoes. So I just made these crazy salad, whatever's in the fridge. Yeah. Oh, and eggs, boiled eggs that I cut up. And I have to admit, it was pretty good. And Bob goes, honey, your salad's really good. I'm like, that's it. That's the only thing I can cook is this and the lasagna. And done. lasagna. Done and done. done. You know, Dave made a salad just like that. Beets, radicchio, some kind of seeds, apples. I think it was a yogurt-based dressing. It was whatever was in the refrigerator. And it was good. All right. Well, Dave and I had a mind meld. You guys had a, a, a salad a mind meld. meld. You could have a salad bake-off. Well, it wouldn't be a bake-off. It's my it's superpower. Power. So this has nothing to do with conundrum. Do you have a superpower? I do. What is my superpower? 
I think it's sleep. <laughs> Getting enough sleep. That's my superpower. Yes. So my superpower wanes, you know, if I don't get enough sleep, then I don't have the superpower. Well, the superpower is the ability to sleep. I, right? I Not can, everybody can sleep. I concur that you sleep very well. Thank you. You've yeah. seen it? I have it. Yeah. And now that I've got my CPAP machine, I am such a sleeper. Hey, are you bringing your CPAP machine to uh, yes. Esalen? Yes. Can it, does it make like slurpy noises? Does it go? It's a little whoosh. It's white noisy. Oh, I like white noise. It's more like the ocean, which is appropriate because Esalen, we can hear the ocean. So it'll be like an indoor outdoor. Oh, it's so beautiful. So um, let's see. I think we're done with our conundrums, unless we can think of any more conundrums. Um, I yeah, did not prepare, and you did. So thank you for writing these questions down. I can't think of any else, uh, anything else, right this minute. Um, let's see. I guess I would have one. I'm going to offer you a conundrum. Okay. If you could live in Shanghai or Vancouver, which would you pick? That's tough. So I really like Vancouver too. But right this minute in my life, I would go back to Shanghai because I think it's so much fun, except for that darn Corona virus. That yeah, does not sound good. That's true. But those things do pop up all the time. Yes. But Shanghai has a special place in your heart. I know. It still does. All right. Would you rather live in Boston I don't know. I'm going to say Alamo or Paris. Oh, gosh. Well, I think I might choose Paris. Okay, Boston, I've already done it, and it's cold. I love where I'm now in Alamo. But I've lived here 22 years, so I, I, I could be ready for Paris. But, again, there have to be some conditions. I have to have unlimited wealth to live in Paris. Yeah, you know, I can't just live in any garret. No, you have to have the um, the 18 foot ceilings in those crazy French That's doors, right. which is why it's called the French door, because they made it up to walk out on the balcony. Like French fries. Yeah, like French fries. They made that up, too, which are actually called pomme frites. Pomme frites. And also just a pom is an apple, not a potato. So there's a funny name. They're That's a funny true. Pomme frites. That's right. Well done. Yeah. You know, I thought a great travel book would be to go to all these places where food names came from. So you could go to like um, French, you know, you could have French fries in France and you could have um, French toast in France and you could have, um, what are those little, remember those little wiener things when we were kids, they came in a can, they were little short little, um, little hot dog things. Yeah. Are they from Germany? Yeah. Like a worst. So you want to get a worst. You can get like something German mustard in Germany. Yeah. Just, you know, get uh, another good example. Mm, now I'm spacing English muffins. <laughs> okay. There we go. It looks like that. They have That's crumpet. Funny. They have crumpet, but it's not an English muffin. No, no, it's not. Why is it called that? That's a really good point. People in England are probably like those stupid Americans. <laughs> Here. Okay. All right. Well, listen, 
It's been great. Um, this is going to be kind of the last one for a little while because we're each taking a break, a travel break. Travel break. And then we'll be back in early March. So, you know, it won't be too bad. Um, I bet you can find other podcasts to listen to while we're away. But don't. We want you to listen to only ours. Just go to our Facebook page and just, you know, keep watching our Facebook page. And you can post. You can post. And remember that we made an email, stfupodcast at gmail.com, if you need to write us with questions or a comment. And, um, oh, and we forgot to play the recording. That's right. Someone left us an actual message on our podcast. It was exciting. Okay. We got our first listener's voicemail message. So assuming that we can do it, we will put it in here after we have a little musical interlude during our editing process. Fantastic. All right. All right. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Hello, ladies. This is Sheree. I just wanted to let you know that I am very much enjoying your podcast. What I've been doing is when I have some free time in the kitchen, like right now, well, not free time, but I am going to like do some cleaning, do a little cooking. I turn on your podcast. So just wanted to thank you so much and let you know how much I'm enjoying it. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. You can get more information about it on facebook.com backslash Sharla Danielle podcast.